This is the IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 461, Six Ways to Be Advanced and Academic on IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we'll share our six personal favorite academic words and phrases, so the examiner will notice your impressive vocabulary above all others. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Fantastic! Yeah, really good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Except, except for the the hazy skies uh, over Portland, it's um it's amazing. So the the eclipse was a few weeks ago, right? And um, I don't remember if I talked about this on the show, but for the few hours that the eclipse was happening, it was like being in an alternate universe. The, it was oh. like a bizarro world. the The light was not what it should be. Everything felt off and different, and that. That light actually is what we're seeing right now, just because there's so much smoke from the forest fires that the sun and the moon are orange. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. And everything, oh, wow. Everything just looks so crazy outside right now. Whoa, that's so weird. Does that, does that influence like your mood or your day in any way? Or does that, how does that change things? Cause sometimes weather and environment can change things. That's true. You know what? It hasn't affected me that much, honestly. I, I feel like maybe it's because I lived in Taipei for so long <laughs> and like the air is really bad there. Like yeah. I really haven't noticed any breathing issues personally, but there are a lot of people walking around with those, um, surgical masks over their face, just like oh. they do in Taipei and Beijing and Tokyo. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of people using those now. And there is um, there are advisories for people with certain health problems just to not go outside and definitely don't exercise. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. What's happening to the environment? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Crazy Hardcore, stuff. Hardcore, man. Hardcore, yeah. Like enormous changes. How how could you not believe that the weather is changing, that the climate (laughs) is changing? Okay, that's all I'm going to say. So we have some amazing academic vocabulary for you guys today. Yes. Yeah. This came out of a question from a listener. So so this listener wants to improve. I love that. Should I read the question? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So the student writes, uh, thank you for your strategies and helping me study for the IELTS test. I would like to know how I can improve my vocabulary of academic words to hit the highest score. Indeed, I don't have any fear. I want to enlarge my word stock as much as possible. Love it. The biggest challenge for me is how can I improve my memory in order to acquire words and speak natural as a native speaker does? I will be grateful for your answer. And this is from Adiba Kasimova. Good question. That's an awesome question. So... 
what did you say her name was? Madiba or him? Adiba. 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 Okay, Adiba. Um, this is episode 461, your first task. And for all of you listeners with this same question, come back to the blog, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. Get to this episode 461. I will link back to some other episodes in which we outline specific steps and activities that you can do to improve your vocabulary. A lot of advice around how to develop a vocabulary notebook. So my point is that we have touched on the sort of system of strategies, like how do we do that? How do we remember? Um, how do we develop that? So do some research about that first, okay? Mm. And then you could come back to this episode again because we are going to share with you our some of our favorite really high-level, impressive, interesting words. Yeah, exactly. And I love it because the good news is that when you're a part of our course, you just get a list of 10 academic words that you can just insert anywhere on the exam. <clears throat> so we just deliver that to you directly as soon as you become a part of the course. But for today, we'll throw out a few of our favorite ones, right, Jessica? Yeah. And just as a note, guys, um, next week, we're going to have Vitor on the show on Monday. Um, and he just, he scored amazingly. He wow. got like sevens and eights on his exam, increased his scores by a band point or more in every category. So he talks a lot about, um, how he improved his vocabulary for the exam. And it was because of words like our word list in the course. It's learning these high level words with general, generally applicable meanings. So mm -hmm. you're able to put them in to a lot of different answers. So yeah. just, yeah, just to echo what Lindsay just said, <laughs> like <laughs> those are really, that's really the gold, right? To, to have these um, sort of words you can use all over the place. I love that. <clears throat> so useful. That's what, we're, that's what we want. We want to understand the exam, where to use certain kinds of words and have a bank in our mind to insert when we need to. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so let's get into some of our favorite <clears throat> words. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the first word I thought of um, for myself was histrionic. And this, and I think I mentioned this maybe last year on the show. I took an English class in high school called rhetoric. And mm. this was my favorite class I've ever taken in my life. And, like the effectiveness of this class um, is proven by the the fact that I still remember vocabulary words I learned there. And this is one of those wow. words. It just like struck me um, because it just, it sounds so beautiful and the meaning is just interesting. So um, <laughs> histrionic, it's an adjective to describe a person or it could be um, a piece of entertainment as well or a story, which mm -hmm. is over the top dramatic. That's histrionic. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, the only reference I really know to this word is, is the personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder. I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> I can't believe that. That is a thing. That's a thing. If you look it up, so interesting. So these words can be used in different ways, but how would we use this word in kind of an academic sense, Jessica? Yeah, so I think we could use this in, well, first we could use it in speaking part two about describing a person, and we could also use it in speaking part three in describing people or um, stories that are written or enjoyed by people in your country. So for example, a question you might see in speaking part three would be like, um, what sort of TV shows do younger people like, or, you know, something like that. And we could say, well, you know, honestly, a lot of 
of young people in the States gravitate towards these sort of histrionic productions on mm. the CW where it's like, I don't know, young people are like crying and having mm. huge problems all the time. Yeah, reality TV kind of reminds me of the of the um the president the presidential cabinet right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, yes, this could this is definitely applicable to <laughs> politics as well, sadly enough. Yes. Oh god. The histrionic tweets of POTUS. That's a good <laughs> sentence. Okay. So, Lindsay, what's what's a word or phrase that you really like? Okay, so I think this one is useful uh, in writing when we're talking about our, our opinion on things. So the word proponent, right, is Ooh, someone who, yeah, it's really good because it's diverse. It's going to be broad. It's going to be useful for a lot of things. Someone who supports something like a cause or an, an idea or a an argument. For example, I might say I'm a proponent of like equal pay for women, right? That's something that I believe in. I feel yeah. like this would be super diverse, super useful in a bunch of different essays. What do you think? Who would not be a proponent of that? That's well. what I'm like, who, and I know they're out there, but who are they? Who okay. <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely something you guys should add to your list. This could be used in writing task two, speaking part three. Anytime you describe a group of people or a person, maybe yourself, who support something, right? Yeah. It's so, so, such a general meaning, but such a high-level word. Yeah, um, so <laughs> mine are quite specific, actually. So <laughs> another one I really like, just because I love sci-fi, is this phrase, um, a dystopian future. So um, if you're describing a book or movie or story that takes place in a sort of post-apocalyptic world, there it could uh, be set in a dystopian future. Like, like the Hunger Games, for example, that's all dystopian or um, there's lots of young adult sort of sci-fi fantasy stuff like that. But um, so if you're describing your favorite book or if you're making predictions about the future in maybe they're not so great, maybe, you know, in light of recent nuclear threats, maybe you talk about a possible dystopian future. So anyway, oh, it could be okay. used. Yeah, it makes me think of, I wonder if there's a place for that on the general exam. Because I remember at one point when we were practicing um, the writing for the general exam, we were imagining mm. sci sci-fi situations. I wonder if there would be a place for that, like using our imagination, you know, That's bringing things in from sci-fi. I don't know. Hmm. You know, I don't think in the general training letter where we were super creative before. I don't yeah. think this would go there, but it would go in writing task two for sure. Mm. When you're especially problem solution, when you're talking about, um, you know, negative consequences of environment, you know, a lot of politics. If you're talking about that, this could definitely be in speaking or sorry, writing task two. Awesome. Love it. So good. So good. All right. So we've got another word. Are you ready for it? I'm so ready. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> All right. So here it is. So this is kind of just a, a chunk of words. So the expression in the midst of, to be That's in the so midst good. of also really diverse and really useful um, for any kind of academic or higher level writing guys, more formal writing. Totally. So yeah. So what does this mean to you, Jessica, this expression? 
Um, it's like to be in the middle of something. So to be in a situation, like in the middle of a situation or, um, context. Like, I think this is really good for speaking part one as well. Um, if the examiner says, do you work or are you a student? You could say, well, I'm in the midst of applying to a bunch of universities right now. So I'm sort of waiting in the wings as far as what lies ahead in my immediate future. So I, that, that wow, that sentence was full of vocab <laughs> was awesome. there, guys. Um, <laughs> you guys should really write down that sentence. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh wow, that's I surprise myself sometimes, guys. I will write out this sentence. Come back to the blog, um, ielts.allearsenglish.com. This is episode four six one. Um, and yeah, so that would be perfect in speaking part one, even though we talk about, um, the appropriacy of, uh, like formal, informal words, I think that still is suitable. I think this phrase, because the meaning is suitable and I personally use this all the time, even though it is high level, I, I use it all the time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. I love it. So good. And that whole chunk of words that you just said, guys, you could you I mean, it's it's all about again, it comes back to this, right? Not sounding like the next student next to you. The student, the student that comes in after you and before you into right. the speaking test, right? You want to be different, stand out, and all of those words that Jessica just shared, especially this one in the midst of are going to make you stand out. Oh, I, I've sure. I've never heard any student ever using this word, this expression no, in the midst me of. Either. Yeah. yeah. Do you use this regularly, do you think? To be honest, I don't, but I wish I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I maybe could. you can start. Maybe I will. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. A lot of these words, you know, and I think that's part of why we just need to be reading, you know, um, publications like the New York Times, high-level reading, so that we start to just naturally use them. I think that's the only way to start using high-level words is to read them. Oh, for sure. You have to, you have to take stuff in and see it in context. Yeah. Um, if you have any hope of learning it or being able to use it in the future. And exactly. as I said, guys, there are a few steps to learning vocab. So this episode isn't enough, right? You guys need to dive into some of our other material. Um, so you could know how to learn this vocabulary. Um, and of course, if you want the real deal about the vocab that can get you that higher score, um, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And then you could have all the complete strategies yeah. available to you. Um, okay. So my last word that I really love and I do use a lot is tan. Tangible. Um, tangible describes uh, something that you can feel, but it's often used in a metaphorical sense to describe a very strong ambiance. Like, for example, um, I think the phrase is common, like, the tension in the room was tangible, or the excitement in the room was tangible. So if, like, this feeling around you is so strong, you could, like, you could feel it, like the hairs on your the back of your neck are standing up, or, right? Like, like, it's so strong, it affects you. You yep. can use this adjective. Yeah, so useful. And again, that one is also, yeah, it sounds smart. It sound, it's it's concise. And it's a good way to describe a feeling, an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. perfect. So this would be great all over the speaking test, guys. All over. And writing task two. I think this is one of those, um, it is a little bit more specific in meaning, but I do think it could be applied to a lot of different topics. Yeah, that's so good. All right. And one more is the term single-handedly. So, so good. 
I like this one. So this means that someone did something by themselves, right? They completed a task on their own. I mean, it's used sometimes in politics to talk about taking some political action. Yeah, um, yeah I'm thinking of, yeah, single-handedly started the next world war or something, for example. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to like veer towards yeah. the dark side these it days. It is. We're yeah. surrounded by the dark side. Um, the dark side. I, mm-hmm. I do feel like though this is often used um, with pride, with a certain mm. sense of pride if you're talking about something you mm. achieved yourself. So in yep. speaking part one to talk about, you know, personal stuff, um, I single-handedly started the first volunteer program at my school or, you know, I mm-hmm. some like huge accomplishment that yep. you did on your own. This could right. be used. Yeah, so that could be used. Yeah, it kind of sounds like something you would say in like a job interview, for example. So talking. Yeah. So on the speaking test, there might be questions about, I don't know, is there a question about accomplishments or something along those lines? Things totally. that you've done? Yeah. Sure. Oh, definitely. In in studies and life and yeah. um uh if you're at sports, right? Mm-hmm. This could be used in a lot of places. Um and if you're describing other people, like your friends or family members. Um yeah. I'm sure you're I there's like my mom for example. She is one of the most amazing people in the universe and she's accomplished so much that if I am asked to describe her, I would use single-handedly. Like she oh. single-handedly raised three kids or you know, I mean, wow. this is you could talk you could use this in a lot of places. That's pretty awesome. I love it when there are real examples. I mean, that's really what yeah. that's what'll help our listeners to learn these too, guys. You know, think of your own examples. Go and write out your own examples for these using your family members, using your friends to that's show a how great you can idea. Yeah, that's the way you personalize it, right? And plus, I think that's a good exercise in um, uh, sort of gratitude and positive yeah. association, right? Um, oh, yeah. And we do, we've mentioned this before, just how to make your practice positive and mm-hmm. personally beneficial, not just for IELTS. But I think this is a wonderful activity to talk about the people in your life that you're thankful for and proud of, right? Oh, like, yeah. and what they have achieved. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That just gave me goosebumps. That's such a good idea. <laughs> so good. So good. So guys, if you want to practice that, you can always practice on our blog, right? You can come back to IELTS.AllersEnglish.com. Yeah. Is this 461, Jessica? 461? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Come back and show us your example sentences right in the comment section, right there under the I blog post. It. Perfect. Good place oh. to practice. Or you could go to iTunes and you could leave us a review. You could even review this episode and share your favorite vocab word that you learned and Mm -hmm. how you would like to use it. I'd love to see that. Yeah, exactly. We want to see your reviews, guys, and let us know what you get from this episode. Very cool. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. It's been very useful. I'm going to start to use these words now. I'm going to try to. (laughs) Me too. It's so fun. (laughs) My pleasure, Lindsay. Enjoy, uh, Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. You too. Enjoy. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.